Namaskar. Hello and welcome to P Guru's channel. I'm your host Sri Ayer. What was the real reason that the BJP decided to throw Nupur Sharma under the bus? I have a theory. I have a theory and I want you to listen till the very end so you can understand what is perhaps going through inside the Modi government. So here we go. I don't know how many of you know but it was no tobacco day on the 31st of May. Smoking can be injurious to health. Well, smoking, which is short form for spokesperson or speaking, can be injurious to your health, which is what the Nupur saga has shown us. She had made some comments for which the BJP dumped her. They removed her from party membership for six years. And then she had to tender an unconditional apology. A bit much perhaps? It's very interesting the way the debates go in India. It's a very asymmetric debate. BJP is almost always held to a higher standard. The others can take pot shots at you and then take, get away with it. You try to put them on the spot and say you, you have to apologize. They will suddenly play the victim card. That is, that is India for you. We have a lot of inequities. And the majority of the population has learned to live with these things. They just shrug it off, the cost of doing business, if you will. But what was the real reason that the BJP acted so harshly towards its own spokesperson? And I compare this with that of the DMK spokesperson who said that uh, DMK should, essentially he said this thing in a paraphrased way, that Brahmins of Tamil Nadu should be killed because that's what Periyar, the EVR, EV Ramasamy Nayakar wanted. Till now, it's about 48 hours since he said that. And Dr. Swami has said that this is hate speech, that if DMK does not deliver an unconditional apology, he is going to move the election commission to deregister the party. Essentially, there's no party, there is no power, and they will be just unseated. That is what he has said. And still, Mr. M.K. Stalin has not uttered a word. See how different different parties treat their spokespersons. I just wanted to say this thing as a contrast for you. Let's get back to Nupur's case. It is believed that it was the government of Qatar and Iran and few other countries which put tremendous amount of pressure on the Modi government to uh, retract what Nupur Sharma had said. Now, whatever Nupur Sharma has said, I haven't watched it. Spokespersons can say things in the heat of the moment. Was it the tonal quality that they didn't like or was it something else? We don't know. But it is very, very possible that Qatar might have said, we are going to pull all the contracts that we are working with India and that could cause a lot of harm to India's economy. Now, I'm choosing my words very carefully here. Why am I saying this? Do you know that Vice President Venkaya Naidu was in Qatar and his official dinner was cancelled, either cancelled or Qatar stayed away. I mean, if you are going to Qatar to meet with the Emir of Qatar, and if he stays away from the dinner, that's essentially an insult. India is willing to take that. Why? That is the question that people need to ask. What is it that Qatar brings to the table that is so important that India will take any insult, any abuse, and still want to prostrate and keep moving? The only thing I know of is that suddenly Adani has signed a few thousand crores worth project with Qatar. 
and if it was the business that was putting pressure on Modi, I don't know. Modi has always got a one-way communication. He won't tell us all the real, real things. It, now it's all open to speculation. Who is doing this? Who is doing that? But the more important thing is, if it was the number I have read somewhere was like 3,200 crores or something. I mean, that is doesn't even move the needle because India is 4 lakh crore is just the tax base. I think today India is a 20 lakh crore economy. And uh, these things are just, you know, it's not even a drop. So that can't be it. What is the problem then? I don't know, but I can hazard a guess. My guess is that India's foreign exchange reserves are dwindling very, very fast. And the reason for that is that a lot of FPI, foreign portfolio investors and foreign institutional investors are taking the money out of India. It may have nothing to do with India or India's economy. It may have everything to do with the fact that the dollar is strong and that there may be better places to put the money. It doesn't help that a lot of the high net individuals are leaving India in droves. And this has been happening uh, over a period of time. But ever since the Modi government came into power, a lot of them have left. Most say it is for tax reasons. And India, I don't know what they want to do about this. I, Dr. Swami had an idea, you know, just abolish personal income tax and just tax the consumption. That is one side. That's one way to look at the problem. So what happens if the 500, 500 billion foreign exchange starts dwindling? Now, if let us say it is draining at the rate of 10 billion, 20 billion every month. So you know that in 30, 40 months, it will be down to nothing. Why is that going out so fast? Well, the rising cost of crude. India has tried to get crude from Russia on a slightly different terms. And we don't know what those terms are. And even it's, the other question is, you can get crude only from some sources. Because your refineries are only set up to refine some types of crude. I'll give you examples. There is sweet crude. There is uh, West, West Texas Intermediate. There is Brent. Then there is a whole lot of crude. And many each one has a slightly different component uh, of impurity inside the crude. So you have to have the right refinery to refine it. So these are all some of the problems that are besetting this government. So as to why this one particular Qatar thing was the reason, I don't know. But since Iran also has joined in the chorus, it is my belief, and I could be wrong, and those of you who are in the know can correct me, that India perhaps is trying to buy more crude from Iran. I know this for a fact, that Iran has one of the sweetest crudes and India's refineries can accept Iran's crude easily and process. So let us just think three, four, six months down the road that India needs Iran's crude much more than it is getting from Russia. Then it needs to be on good terms with Iran. And maybe this is one thing that these two countries have taken to arm twist India. But is India that weak? Is this how this government with a 303 seat Lok Sabha majority wants to deal with it? I mean, if one spokesperson is thrown under the bus and expelled for six years, how do you think the other spokespersons are feeling? They are going to be extremely politically correct. And the best way, the best politically correct expression is to go to every TV show and say nothing. Nothing. Don't say anything. Don't even show any expressions. Best outcome, right? Is that what the BJP government spokesperson is going to do? I don't know. I sure hope not. 
but I can't explain in any other way what just happened. Thanks for watching. Please like, share and subscribe to our channel and don't forget to click on the bell button. Namaskar.